Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Tread Talks. Today's topic is kind of big sister style. It's kind of me telling y'all some things that I needed to hear when I was in high school slash college. And I ask you some hard hitting questions in this episode, you know? So take a second and reflect on the questions that I ask and just know I'm asking from a place of love. But the way that you answer these questions can really be telling about your relationships with your friends. And that is what this episode is all about. Today, I'm going to be talking about what it's like to be the floater friend, what it's like to feel like you don't belong in any specific friend group. It feels like you're always just bopping around. You're friends with everybody, but you're not really, really, really friends with anybody. And I'm going to give you some tips on how to explain to your friends that maybe you're feeling left out or you want to be included more. I'm going to give you some tips on that. I'm going to give you some tips on why you don't necessarily need this big friend group that you see online and in the movies and everything. And I'm going to tell you about some of my experiences between prom and my dad's funeral and things like that where I really really realized who my real friends were and I'm just here to remind you that the things that you feel you're not alone in it and if you're listening to this right now and you're like Seth what what's a floater friend I have a great friend group first of all very happy for you sis but this episode is for my homies who feel like they are the floater friend and feel like they've never found that stable group of people who are 100% down for them since day one. So take a listen to the episode, answer the questions in your head, and let's get into it. episode is also brought to you guys by Misfits. And you might be thinking, Steph, we've never heard you talk about Misfits before. Well, if you have me on Snapchat, you know about a month ago, I was on the search to find the perfect protein bar. And so I tried a bunch. And first of all, to everyone who told me to try the Barbells protein bars from Trader Joe's, you're going straight to jail because that shit sucked. It was the worst protein bar ever. Anyways, I'm now working with Misfits because I found out that their protein bars are freaking phenomenal. So that being said, if you haven't heard of Misfits, basically they make these protein bars. And if you have me on Snapchat, you've seen me eating them like every single day, but they're so soft and they don't taste gritty or anything weird guys that barbell protein bar that you guys told me to try was freaking terrible so i'm working with misfits now and their bars are fantastic the barbells one sucked the alani new ones literally broke my teeth beam doesn't make any protein bars so i had to find i had to find somebody so misfits is the one that i have absolutely loved the most So I got a little discount code for you guys. And I always thought it was weird to buy protein bars online. But 
it'll be worth it. It's not weird. And the cookie butter flavor is really, really good. Get the dark or the milk chocolate cookie butter. That one's my favorite. Anyways, the code is Steph20 and it's Misfits Health. So check them out. Let me know if you like the bars, but let's get back into the episode. Growing up, I feel like it's very easy when you're in elementary school to have a solid group of friends because it's pretty much whoever played the same sports as you, whoever did dance with you, it was pretty easy to kind of find a little group of people to have playdates with and that your parents approved of and all the parents knew each other and you would go over to each other's houses and have the sleepovers and everything. And then as middle school came along, you know, those groups got bigger or they got smaller and it started to be a little bit more divided. And then in high school, that's when I feel like this idea of being the floater friend really became something that I was thinking about a lot because I would have days where I would look around and it seemed like everyone around me was in this stable happy friend group with no problems they always had someone to take their homecoming pictures with or take their prom pictures with and it felt like everyone had their group but I would think to myself and I would try to figure out you know who was my group and it felt like I didn't really have one but here's the thing I was not awkward I was not socially uncomfortable. I was friends with almost everyone. I was fine talking to everyone, but I didn't really have a group of people who were down for me 100%. And that is what it's like to be the floater friend. Like I said in the intro, if you have been the floater friend before, you understand this. You're shaking your head right now listening to this. You're like, yep, yep, that was me. But if you haven't been the floater friend before and you spent your whole entire life with the same niche group of people and you guys have fantastic friendships, like more power to you, sis. But today I just want to talk about some of the feelings that I had when I was kind of struggling to find a group and what it felt like to feel alone a lot of the time and just chat. And it is going to be like, you know, I'm just going to keep it real with you. I'm going to give you that advice, that big big sister style advice that you need to hear that you might not want to hear. But looking back, this is what I would have needed to hear if I were, you know, talking to my high school self. So in high school, which was like what, like six years ago, like six or seven years ago now, it's like I still can remember the feelings. And if you're in high school right now and you're listening to this, I hope you're doing okay because high school fucking sucked, bro. (laughs) But I'm going to talk about high school and then I'm going to talk about college and then I'm going to talk about the adult, not even necessarily like old, but like young adult, like post-grad, what it's like to be in friend groups, be the floater friend and feel like you kind of like don't belong with one specific group of people. 
So in high school, I was on the sports teams, you know, I was part of clubs and super involved. I had a lot of friends, like I would walk into any room and I'd be like, hey guys, you know, but on the weekends when it came down to like, oh, like who am I going to hang out with this weekend? I couldn't think of anyone. And I would see Snapchats and Instagrams and everything of other people hanging out with their group of friends. And they, those people were all people that I was friends with, you know, like, hello, like in the hallway, like chatting, like we would text, everything like that. But I wasn't going to the events. I say events, but like I wasn't going over to their houses. I wasn't getting invited to like go over to their houses to hang out when it came down to just their friend group. And I think that that's because for almost my whole life, it's felt like I've been the floater friend, you know? I'm constantly talking to people in different circles and trying to like get close to a lot of people. And it's not even that I want to be friends with everyone. I think it's more so that I don't want to piss anyone off or make anyone upset but in turn I never really settled down with like a group of people and I don't know if that was like my fault or if I'm just like you know trying to put the blame on myself but looking back I'm like I I never had that solid group and in the movies and on social media it makes you think that you have to be a part of this solid group of friends who has cookouts together and they drink in each other's basement in high school without their parents knowing and they do everything together and I didn't have that and seeing other people really thrive in their huge friend groups I'm talking like 10 15 like people in their friend groups you know even as small as like five people but regardless it was like a consistent group that always would hang out together you know what I mean seeing that on social media, in the movies, in real life, made me feel almost like an outcast. But then when I would see those same people in person, they were so nice to me and welcoming. And I'd be like, I don't understand. Why am I the floater friend? Like, why do I not have my own group to spend my free time with, to have checking in on me? And so throughout high school, this is definitely something that I struggled with. And I think that, you know, high school is brutal for a lot of people. And if you had a good high school experience, I'm so, so happy for you. But I also transferred schools um, my junior year of high school, which totally made everything even more complicated. You know, Um, I didn't even really have any friends my in high school until like my senior year. And I kind of joined like a friend group that I'm actually like friends with now. Um... But before all of that happened, every weekend or even for like homecoming pictures, it would be like, I'm going to go where the group goes because I'm welcome with the whole big group of people, but I don't have this niche group of friends. And on days that I was feeling like sad or vulnerable or things like that, I would think to myself, I'm like, who can I reach out to right now? Because I wasn't super close on that type of level with my parents Um, but I would have those days and I'd be like, who can I reach out to right now? Like, and no one would come to mind. So then, you know, college rolls around and I joined the lacrosse team and a sorority. And I remember going through sorority recruitment 
I have a whole episode about sorority recruitment if you want to listen to that. But I remember going through sorority recruitment and the girls would ask, they're like, why do you want to go through recruitment? And I knew they were going to ask this question. And I knew that the real answer to the question in my heart was that because I didn't have girlfriends in high school. But I didn't know if I was like allowed to say that during sorority recruitment because, you know, I didn't want them to think I was like, like super lame or like a weirdo who didn't have any friends. You know what I mean? So I remember kind of like during sorority recruitment being like, oh, like I just want to meet new people and create experiences. But the, the truth was like I wanted to find my girl group. I wanted to be a part of a group of girls. And so I joined the sorority, you know, no shade at all. That didn't really work out for me. My best friend was in my sorority, but like I didn't, I didn't get a girl friend group out of that. But still, again, the same thing was happening. I was in my sorority. I was going to all the events. I was doing everything right, at least I thought. And I still didn't have that group of friends. And I remember there would be like little groups of friends, either in the sorority or whatever. And I would like go to their pregames and like vibe with everybody. It was such good vibes, you know, but I always felt like the outsider. I always felt like the floater friend. I always felt like I could go home right now and no one would even notice. And that's something that I struggled with a lot during high school and during college is just that in my brain, you know, and you know, our brains, they play tricks on us, but in my brain, it felt like I could just not go out for a month and no one would ever text me and be like, hey, where are you? Like, what? I haven't seen you in a while. Like, what are you doing okay? And I think that part of being the floater friend and part of like, you know, just not even being like a loner. I don't mean it like that. I'm an extremely social person, but I never had that locked down friend group in high school or in college. And you can kind of get in your head about stuff like that. You know, you're, you're thinking to yourself, like, why am I not good enough to be a part of any of these other friend groups that I'm seeing? And then you're questioning everything because you're like, well, they let me hang out with them, but they never really, you know, it, it always feels like I'm the one trying to like initiate things. Um, I will say now in my life, I do have good friends. Um, but I, so if you're listening to this and you're my friend, I'm not talking about you right now. I'm just speaking on my past experiences, but growing up and then especially from high school to college, it felt like I was doing everything I could to create a friend group and to be as involved as possible, but it always felt like I didn't belong there. And it's not, it didn't necessarily feel like I wasn't welcome there. It more so felt that like when I was there, the rest of the group could easily move on with everything if I left. And if seriously, if you've never experienced this feeling, you might be confused by what I'm saying, but I know that a good amount of you guys listening to this resonate with this, that you have been in a position where a group of people invites you out, but it feels like you're the outsider. It feels like you're like joining on to this friend group and it's not your friend group. It's like you're just getting invited to their event. 
even though everyone's super nice to you at the event. You know what I mean? <sighs> I don't know. It's kind of hard to like explain without sounding a little bit crazy, but being the floater friend, you know, if you were to Google it right now, it would probably just come up with, you know, the friend that is friends with everybody but doesn't have a locked down group. And that's pretty much exactly what it is. And it's something that I struggled with for so, so long. And I, like I said, I felt like I was doing everything right. But more importantly, it started to impact my mental health because I started to question why don't I have a friend group? Why does everyone around me, why does everyone in the movies, everyone on social media, everyone on my life, everyone I'm seeing, it feels like everyone is a part of something bigger than them, you know, like a group of like friends except for me. And I think like a prime example, like going back to high school again with prom pictures, I remember prom picture, you know, it's like you're dressed up, you got a date, so much fun. I remember during high school for prom pictures and like homecoming pictures, it's like your friend group would get together and take pictures, right? Well, and then also some schools do this too, but like my school and then the whole class gets together and takes pictures, not necessarily like the whole class, but like a certain like group of people from the whole class. Like my high school's prom pictures were like 80 people, like at least. Um, but before the 80 person one, there was like the smaller niche friend groups that took their pictures together. And I remember that I did not get invited to a single niche group of prom pictures, but I got invited to like the main prom pictures. So that's like a prime example. It's like, I always felt like I was widely accepted socially, except when it came down to it, it never felt like I had those people that were 100% down for me that if I went missing for even a day, they would notice. And I really thought that this was my fault. And I'm not saying that it wasn't because if you guys listened to my episode where I talked about, um, I think it's called Sad Girl Hours. It was the episode where I talked about when my dad died um, and like the way that I coped with my depression was through being a bitch to everybody. So, you know, I definitely pushed people away a lot but even when even before all that you know I, I always felt like the floater friend and I've never really heard anyone talk about feeling like that or being that friend which made me feel even worse because you know if it was like a widely accepted thing it's like oh yeah like I don't have like a solid friend group but I'm friends with a lot of people then I would maybe be like a little more I would have been a little more comfortable because I'd be like okay I don't need that friend group. But because I'd never heard anyone talk about it and I just kept seeing all the images of like the actual friend groups getting together and doing cute things and everything like that, I I just, I never felt good enough. I always felt like I was, I don't even know how to explain it. I, I just always felt like everyone could move on and I could not be a part of it and they wouldn't care. And that, and that, you know, it's not a huge deal. But growing up, it was something that was always on my mind. And I never heard anybody talk about it. So I just wanted to talk about it today and, you know, just put it out there into the world that if you 
are not currently a part of a group of friends, a stable group that always does everything together, that checks in on each other, that does everything, that is okay. You will learn so much about yourself through your independence. And it might make you feel like shit while you're in high school or while you're in your early college years because you're just wondering, why don't I have that friend group everyone else has? But those are your most developmental years. And I, looking back, I would have rather been and had that experience like I had it as the floater friend, if you will, than forced myself into a group of people who didn't want me there. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, I would attend the big social gatherings, but I never would like, you know, I never had that like smaller group, but I never tried to force myself into it. And I'm honestly glad that I didn't. So right now in your life, if you feel like you don't have a group of friends and it makes you feel like shit, number one, your feelings are valid. I completely understand you. But number two, it's okay. You don't need a big, glamorous group of friends to be happy, to be successful, to be living a life that you look forward to every day. And that's something that took me a very, very long time to figure out. I thought that having this big, solid friend group was the most important thing, you know, And it is, it is important. You know, it's important to have friends. It's important to have those people who are down for you. But as you're growing up, it's not, it's not the end of the world. That being said, if you're in this position right now, it's not your fault. The next time that you see a group of people hanging out and you're like, why the heck didn't I get invited to that? Don't turn on yourself Don't become your own enemy. Don't blame yourself. Just think to yourself, if people really wanted me around, they would ask me to come. And clearly, they didn't ask me to come. So I'm going to focus on myself. Or I'm going to find people who do ask me to come around. And this was something... That took me, you know, I'm still working on it. I do have a solid group of friends now. I will say that. Um, But it took me a really, really long time, especially in high school, to understand that, you know, having a solid friend group is not the end of the world. You know, it's everything is okay. And you can be friends with a lot of people. You can be widely liked. You can be widely accepted without having that niche friend group and that is okay so like I said next time something happens where you know there's a group of people that you're friends with every single one of them but they're all together and you feel left out you know number one I'm gonna give you some options here we're gonna have some real talk this is the big sis moment coming out number one don't blame yourself like I just said a minute ago don't blame yourself like that's that's not on you like The time to focus on yourself is now. But number two, girlfriend, if these people, if you are actually friends with these people and you feel genuinely hurt that you weren't invited, you got to tell somebody. 
I spent so long in my life having pity parties when I saw things like that happen, you know, like I remember I like I I don't want to like get like too specific because I don't know who listens to this, but I remember a time in my life where like a group event was happening. I was the only person it felt like at least who wasn't invited and I didn't tell anybody how that made me feel. So the next event rolls around. I still wasn't invited, but guess what? If I would have vocalized that, I would have been like, hey guys, I saw you were all hanging out. Like I would love to join you next time. It's fucking awkward to do that. I know it's awkward. You don't have to be evil about it. You don't have to be like, oh, I saw you're hanging out. That's, but I wasn't there. Cool. That's, I hope hope we had fun. You know, you don't need to do it like that. You can just be straight up, be vulnerable. People like vulnerability. Just say to them like, oh my God, it looked like you guys had so much fun at the concert last weekend. Like I would love to go to the next one with you. Because if you never say anything, like I never said anything, No one's ever going to know that you're feeling left out. No one's ever going to know that you wanted to be there. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, Steph, they should know they're my friends. Like, why aren't they inviting me? Think about it. Everybody is so obsessed with themselves, you know? Everyone's just, everyone's living their own life. Everyone is the center of their own universe. Do not be embarrassed to tell people when you're feeling left out. That's one of my biggest regrets, especially during high school and early college. Like people would be getting together and going to events and every single person present was someone that I'm friends with, someone that I have talked to personally and had a great time with, but I still wasn't invited. And you know what I should have done? I should have told one of them, hey guys, I wish that I could come next time don't say I wish I could come. Literally look at them and be like, oh my gosh, look like you guys had so much fun. I would love to join you. Like, let me bring, I'll literally bring a bottle of like Grey Goose. Like, oh my gosh, guys, like I would love to come. Like, oh my God, I have a bottle of Grey Goose. We should all split. Something like that. Another option is if you feel like you've been kind of like left out lately and people are hanging out without you. This wouldn't have worked for me in high school, this next tip that I'm giving you. This wouldn't have worked for me in high school um, because, like, my parents were, like, kind of, like, strict. Um, But, like, I wasn't, like, allowed to have, like, big group gatherings at my house or anything. But if you have a college apartment, you know, and you're at home and and all your friends are out and they all pregame together and no one invited you, invite them to your apartment for the pregame or for the dinner or to watch The Bachelor or whatever. Be like oh my gosh, you guys should come over and like, we should have a dip night. You know, like when everybody brings different type of dip. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it can be really, really hard to be the bigger person. And that's something that comes with age, you know, gracefully accepting that you can be the bigger person and leave the drama behind you, even if there is no drama. But just know that People can't read your mind and you might think in your head, it's so obvious that I'm left out. But if those are actually your friends and they're not evil mean girls from like the 90s movies, I promise you, no one is leaving you out on purpose. So don't get in your head about it. Don't freak out. Don't do all that negative self-talk because I used to do that. And looking back, it would have been just so much easier for me to be transparent with the people that I was friends with 
and say like, I would love to spend more time with you guys outside of school. It's that easy. And you're, I I see, okay, that was a little, I don't know if that was rude. It's that easy. I know, I know it puts you in a socially awkward position. I know it does. But it will be worth it in the long run. And it's going to improve your communication with those people. Don't do it over text. Don't be like, hey, I'd love to join next time. Like when you see them in person, say it straight to their face. Because what are they going to do? Then you can read their body language. And if their body language or their face is like, oh, oh my God. Yeah, you should totally come. Then you know that they left you out on purpose. But if their eyes light up and they're like, oh my God, girl, yes, please come next time. Then you can be reassured and know they did not leave you out on purpose. Because I used to think in my head, I'm like, this must be happening on purpose. Like everybody hates me. I'm going to go die in a hole and no one's going to notice and everything's going to be fine. Okay. Um, but if I would have communicated better, especially when I was younger, like high school, college age, I think a lot of my internal anxieties about being a part of a friend group could have been alleviated through better communication. Okay, wait, I want to tell those, this is like a sad girl moment. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell a little sad girl story here. So if you, I'm, this has been like a nice, like motivational um, little conversation so far, but I just want to give another prime example of like something that I went through just in case you've ever been through something similar. And if you have, I'm really sorry. Um, But my, so my dad passed away um, when I was a freshman in college and it happened like three days after I got on campus. So I had to go home and go to the funeral and the viewing and everything. Not a single person that I thought I was friends with came home for my dad's funeral or viewing. And some of these people went to college very close to like my hometown. (laughs) So I just remember I was so overwhelmed by like emotions, everything from actually like losing my dad that the fact that no one else showed up besides uh, there was a lot of people present but it was like family and like family friends it was but it wasn't my friends it wasn't a group of my friends like backing me and I remember it took me kind of like almost two years to register that that happened because I was just so caught up in like that day and everything um but it's just crazy you know but that's also like obviously that's a little more awkward to communicate but I wish I would have reached out to those people and said like hey guys I hope like your freshman year is going well like everything went fine last weekend like and they did reach out over text but I wish I would have said I wish you would have been there because sometimes like people don't know that you need them there and communicating your feelings and being vulnerable especially with your friends can be really really hard especially okay you know those friends that like hug and like they like cuddle and they do all the cute stuff and then you know the friends that they like literally have never physically touched and you're like ah and then you go away for college and you're like do we hug now for the first time like things like that that was (laughs) I'm like the second person so I actually remember my college roommate we lived together um in our apartment last year 
we packed up our whole apartment. It's completely empty. And we were, you know, about a part ways for what, forever, pretty much. I mean, we, we check in on each other all the time. But I remember we like looked at each other and we're like, should we hug right now? <laughs> and it was like so awkward. And it's just so funny um, because like you can be really good friends with someone without like, you know, expressing that like really vulnerable side and having those like really important conversations about how their actions make you feel. And so I encourage you right now, if you're, you know, even if it is your really close friend or maybe you're not even that close, call them out and not in a rude way, but like call them out for like making you feel left out. Just tell them, be like, hey, like I've been feeling left out. Like I would love to spend more time with you guys. And that's seriously, I know you might be thinking stuff, that's awkward as fuck. Like, why would I, I can't say that to somebody. I promise you, think about it. What if another person said it to you? You would probably be like, oh my gosh, like, I didn't even realize you felt like that. I promise you, that's how other people are going to react. So let yourself be vulnerable. Let yourself communicate openly with the people around you, because I promise it's all in your head, boo. Like, these people around you don't hate you. They're not doing these things on purpose. It's all in your head. So don't let that bring you down. Don't let that make yourself think that you're not good enough to be a part of a group of friends. And just understand that, you know, at the end of the day, it's just you. And that sounds dramatic, but it really is true. It's like, if if you spend your most developmental years, you know, high school, college, constantly trying to seek validation through friendships or seek happiness through friendships or seek comfort through a friend what are you going to do when you move into an apartment post-grad by yourself you have to be your own biggest supporter girl okay and I know that's freaking hard and I know you want to go to all the fun events and that's why I gave I gave you some tips on how to like ease into expressing that you're not feeling super welcome or that you want to be involved more but now I'm going to give you I'm gonna give you some tips that you might need to hear because this is some shit I needed to hear during your young adult life you are the most important person in your life if other people aren't making time for you that's okay because you should be making time for you I want you for the next like week or two or month or whatever, really look at the relationships that you have. Are they more than just going out and drinking together? Are they more than just texting you when they need something? Are your relationships stronger than ending as soon as you graduate college? And if you answered yes to any of those questions... Or I guess no, because I said, are they more than? If you feel like your relationships are, oh my god, I'm only friends with this person because we go out and drink together. I'm only friends with this person because I need something from them or they need something from me. Girl, I'm keeping it real with you. I'm telling you straight. That is not a friendship that you need in your life. You will be much better off taking the time, energy, and attention that you're putting into that friendship into yourself. 
And I'm not saying you have to turn into some Mozart, journaling, Picasso, art expression person. I'm not saying you have to like do all this crazy, crazy self-care, which I think has become like idolized on TikTok. You know, it's like, oh my God, every TikTok I see is someone doing a ice roller and like waking up at four o'clock in the morning and solving world peace. But you don't need to do all that. But you do need to put time, energy, and resources into yourself because at the end of the day, you are all you got, girl. Obviously, you'll have friends, you'll have family, everything like that. But, you know, if you got locked in an apartment with only yourself, would you be happy? Would you be able to remain calm? Would you be full of anxiety or you might be a little anxious because somebody locked you in an apartment but I'm talking like a peaceful setting it's like you die and it's just you by yourself prancing through a little field of flowers it's like if you were constantly searching for your validation comfort happiness peace in other people you're never ever actually going to find it you need to find that shit in yourself And that sounds like some hippie bullshit. I know it does. But seriously, I'm really, really serious. Put the time and energy that you're putting into finding these other relationships, whether it's friends or like a boy. I've just been talking about friendships during this episode. Put all that energy, put that same amount, match that energy towards being friends with yourself. Okay, so I'm going to give you two challenges here. Number one for the month, look at the people around you. Why are they in your life? Are they using you? Are you using them? Are they pushing you towards your goals? Are they pushing you away from your goals? Do you only go out and black out with them? What benefit do they bring to your life? You know, be, be picky about who gets your time. Like, your time is valuable, And you shouldn't be wasting it on people who aren't valuing you or helping you become a better person. And then number two, your second challenge for this week slash month slash the rest of your life, I guess. (laughs) I want you to, you know, take time and have those thoughtful conversations with people. If you are feeling excluded, if you are feeling like you're not good enough, if you're feeling like none of your friends care about you... I want you to get out of your comfort zone and tell them. That being said, I also want you to reflect on yourself and think, is there anyone in my life who I might be making feel left out? Is there anyone in my life I haven't checked in on lately? Is there anyone in my life who has expressed that they feel left out to me in the past and I still haven't made an effort to include them? Okay? And I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not here to lecture you. I'm just here to, you know, give you that real talk, chat it out with you, and let you know that it's you. It's only you. You don't need anybody else. Your happiness doesn't come from anyone else or anything else. You gotta find it in yourself. And it's gonna take a long time, especially if you're healing from like a, a broken heart or a broken friendship heart or anything like that. But I just want to let you know that I went through that too. I went through that shit too. 
there was a point in my life where I didn't have a single friend, which honestly, if I'm being, being honest right now, it really did lead me to like having boyfriends all the time. Like I've always had a boyfriend and now as like an older person being able to reflect back on like high school and early college and stuff, it's like I had that boyfriend and I was constantly having like a boyfriend because I didn't have that strong group of girls around me. So I was finding that validation, that happiness, that comfort through like a a boyfriend, you know? So, you know, just think about that. It's like, are you okay being alone? Obviously, I'm in a relationship right now, but I know that if I wasn't, I would be okay, which is, you know, a big part of, I'm so I mentioned this on my Instagram story. I'm moving. I just got approved for my new apartment in a new state and everything. But me as a freshman in college doing long distance with my boyfriend or, you know, whatever, it would have it wouldn't have worked because I would have needed that constant validation from him because I wasn't content in my own life and I I didn't I wasn't comfortable being alone. And I think that alone time is really, really, really important. And people underestimate how important it is. So I'm excited to, you know, move and spend a year of being in my 20s just by myself and, you know, make new friends in this new city and just do everything. Obviously, I'll have Piper. So I'll have a girlfriend. I'll have a girlfriend on my side. I'll have Miss Piper girl. She's 22 pounds now, by the way. We put her on the scale. She grew 10 pounds almost in like three weeks. Insane. She's growing so fast. But yeah, so I guess the next point I just want to chat about really quick before we end. Post-grad, post-graduation, baby. If you are a post-graduate and you're listening to this right now, I'm going to ask you some questions and they might hurt your feelings, but I'm asking them for reflection, okay? Even if you're post high school, I guess this could happen. All right, question number one. Have your best friends, quote, best friends from undergrad or from high school reached out to you? Or are you always reaching out to them? Okay, question number two. Have you reached out to the people who were your best friends on any random day with no occasion, like not on their birthday, not, have you checked in on them? You know, it goes both ways. It's like, have they checked in on you? You're like, no. I'm like, have you checked in on them? You're like, no. It goes both ways, sis. All right. Question number three. Do you feel like you could go the rest of your life without talking to your quote, best friend, from high school or college, however old you are, and be fine and feel like you're not missing out on anything. You know? Just a question. I think it's super interesting when people leave college because they really do find out who their real friends are. You know, your, your real friends aren't the people that you're going out with and blacking out with four nights a week. Like, that's your real friends and it could it could be the same you could you know you could have very much real friends that you also do blackout with and do all that stuff with but I can think of like a lot of people in my mind from undergrad who I was like I love this girl like 
oh my gosh, we're going to be like such good friends after post-grad. Literally have not talked to them at all. And like I said, it goes both ways, but you know what I mean. It's like, I thought that the definition of a friendship in college was a person that you get to party with and that is so much fun to be around. So I just want, you know, I already told you that one of your tasks is to like really look into your friendships, but just look around. It's like, if the bars could never open again and prohibition happened again and you could never drink, would that person still be in your life? And be honest with yourself when you're answering that, you know? Because as we age, it's something I'm really nervous for. And I've talked about this with like my friends and and with Jack. It's like, I can't imagine how hard it is to make friends when you're like 30 or 40. I mean, how do you even do it? So if you are older and you're listening to this podcast episode, I hope you're doing okay, first of all. And I hope that you have friends and honestly DM me because I'm like, obviously I have like 20 years before I turn 40, but I just can't even imagine how hard that would be. It's like, you're not going to school. You, I mean, I hope you're not blacking out every night of the week, <laughs> but it's something that I think about a lot. It's like, who am I going to be friends with in 10 years? Is there anyone in your life right now that you know is going to be by your side in 10 years? And if you're thinking to yourself, a clear name in your mind, you're like, yes, blank is going to be in my life in 10 years. Go freaking reach out to them and check in on them. Even if you text every day, just like really check in and be like, how, how are you actually doing? Not in like a cliche way, but like, you know, just check in because that's a really, really special person. If you can honestly say that the first name that popped in your mind when I asked you who's going to be in your life in 10 years, reach out to that person after you're done listening to this episode because they will appreciate it. I promise you. Okay, guys, not a super, super long episode today, but just something that I think about a lot and I've never heard anybody really talk about it before. So just as a little recap, I just want to say you are your own biggest resource and best friend. Your happiness and your success and your comfort levels do not come from other people. Find it within yourself. Take time in developing a relationship with yourself, improving your, your, you know, the way you talk to yourself, the way that you think about yourself. If you're constantly putting yourself down or saying negative things about your body image, things like that, work on improving that because that validation, you don't need that from other people. You don't need this big friend group to be happy. You don't need anything except for inner peace, which sounds like so crazy. But you know, guys, it's, it really, it's something that I needed to hear. I thought, I really thought something was wrong with me because I never had a friend group. And I wish I could have listened to this podcast episode when I was struggling with that. So if you're currently struggling with that, just know I went through it too and I'm happier and more independent than I ever thought I could be and again again I keep saying I'm like I'm like you are your own biggest resource I feel like I need to put that on pillows um but be transparent with the people around you if you feel left out have that conversation with them be the bigger person 
It might feel embarrassing. It might feel awkward, but it'll be worth it because people can't read your mind. So tell them, tell them what you're feeling. And yeah, that's all I really got for today. But I just want to let you know, it's like everyone tries to convince you that they're doing better than they are. So just remember social media, everything is a highlight reel. As you guys know, I like preach that till I die, but you know, as long as you can wake up every morning and genuinely feel happy about your own life, then you are winning. Okay? You got this, girl. Don't freak out. Don't talk shit about yourself. Work on your body image. Work on you. Okay? I'm proud of you. You're doing fine. Everything's fine. And if you guys need anything, you can DM me or email me or whatever. You know what? Fine. We'll start our own cult friend group for every floater friend out there. Floater friend, no more. You're now a part of the cult friend group. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, guys. I'm Audi, but I love you. And thanks for listening this week. Bye.